This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. Welcome to Kids Bible Minute with our daddy, Landon Rao. Hello again and welcome to Kids Bible Minute. I'm your host, Landon Rowell, and I'm also the local preacher for the Church of Christ here in Ramona, Oklahoma. I want to thank Bible Way Media out of the Ulaga Church of Christ for giving me the opportunity to do this podcast and each of you for studying God's Word with me. I enjoy our studies together and look forward to it each week. As always, I want to make certain you have your Bible with you, so that when I mention a Bible verse, you can read that verse for yourself and not just take my word for it. Now, most of the time, I will read that passage mentioned out loud, so it's best if you pause this podcast. When the scripture is mentioned, turn to that verse and read it. Then unpause the podcast and read along with me as I read it out loud, if you are new to our study. First, I want to say thank you for studying with us. And secondly, I want to let you know that you can reach all archived or past episodes easily now at RamonaCofC.com. That's RamonaCofC.com in the podcast section where there is a direct link to Kids Bible Minute past episodes. In our study today, we find ourselves examining John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15, as we continue looking at the life of Christ while he was in the flesh. In John chapter 5, we read of Jesus teaching in Jerusalem during a feast of the Jews. There, Jesus healed a sick man who had been trying for years to get into the pool by the sheep gate. This took place on the Sabbath day, so the Jewish leadership was seeking all the more to kill him. John chapter 5, verse 18. In our text today, again, John 6, 1 through 15, we find Jesus is back in the region of Galilee, having left Jerusalem and those who wanted to kill him. And he was specifically on the west side of the Sea of Galilee. Now, by this time, Jesus had become very popular. People from all over were talking about the miracles he had been performing, John chapter 6 and verse 2. We also know from John 6 and verse 4 that it was now the Passover season, which is a very important time for the Jews. Why is this significant to our study? Because it really gives us a lot of context or a reason for why the 5,000 men that would later try to take Jesus by force and make him king. You see, during the Passover season, Jews were especially patriotic. Each year, the Jews would gather in Jerusalem and wait and see if the Messiah would arrive that year to overthrow their enemies, at this time the Roman Empire, and lead the Jewish Empire, as they saw it, to rule the world. Now, these 5,000 men were farmers who had stopped farming to hear Jesus. They were shopkeepers who had closed shop to see Jesus and see if he really was the awaited king, the Messiah, that they had been hoping for and waiting for as a people for thousands of years, and that they were willing, if they thought he was him, 
to fight for their king. Then Jesus performs an amazing miracle, feeding everyone that was there listening to him, 5,000 men plus women and children, from just simply a few dinner roll-sized loaves of bread, five, and two small fish. Remember, this was just simply a child's meal. Let's put ourselves, then, in these men's shoes for a moment. They're feeling very patriotic. They are proud to be a Jew. They are hoping to see the Messiah because it is the Passover season, after all. And they have just seen this man, Jesus of Nazareth, who has done all these miracles, feed them, whom they were wondering already if he was the prophet and the king of Israel. In other words, Jesus, or excuse me, the Messiah and King of Israel. They are all geared up, if you will, and ready then to take Jesus to Jerusalem and make him their king. These men are willing to fight a Roman army to make this possible. However, the unexpected happened. As they were getting ready to take Jesus by force and make him king, Jesus withdrew to the mountain by himself. What an interesting turn of events. But what I want us to focus on is that reality right there. There are two things we can really come away and learn from what took place. First, unfortunately, mankind has a tendency to try and force Jesus into its mold. We, as mankind, often want to place our desires, our expectations on Jesus. For example, Americans think of Jesus as an English-speaking American. Italians think of him as an Italian, Spanish as Spanish, the poor as poor, and the rich as rich. The educated see Jesus as an educated person at extreme levels, and an uneducated person sees him as someone who's against education. Emotional people see him as emotional, while calm or unemotional people see him as one who is calm. Seeing Jesus walk away from these 5,000 ready men reminds us of how wrong we can be about Jesus sometimes. Jesus, in fact, was only going to do what the Father's will was. Remember what he said there in John 5:19. Truly, truly, I say to you, the, man, the Son can do nothing, notice that, can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. This means we cannot let our expectations of Jesus confuse us and cause us to miss the real Jesus of the Bible. This means we cannot take our opinions, in other words, into our Bible study. We must rightly handle the word of truth, 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15. We cannot take our opinions into prayer either, James 4.13. We have to leave our opinions out when we study God's word and when we go to him. It's all about God and what he wants. The second thing we learn from this is that we cannot let short-term problems make us ignore the long-term solution of God. 
the Jewish people had a short-term problem of being under Roman rule, and this led them to actually ignore the plain Bible text about the Messiah being a king over a spiritual kingdom, not a physical kingdom. We, in the same way, cannot force Jesus into the mold we want, nor can we bring in our own thoughts, our own desires, or our own short-term issues, because it's all about what God wants. He is our creator, and it is about what he desires for us, because he knows us best. Well, that concludes this Bible study for today. As always, I want to thank you for studying God's precious Word with me, and I want to encourage you to continue to study God's Word every day. Be sure to use the wonderful material and other podcasts made available through the Bible Way Media app or website at BibleWayMedia.org. I also personally have a website at Gospel-Preacher.com. Of course, make sure you ask your parents if it's okay by them before you download the app or go to those websites. I also encourage you to contact me personally with any question about the Bible at the Ramona Church of Christ email address, which is RamonaCofC at gmail.com. That's RamonaCofC at gmail.com or through our Facebook page or any other social media outlet. Make sure you message the Ramona Church of Christ in Oklahoma, not California. Until we have an opportunity to meet again, peace be with you in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.